0: Villain Vegan Podcast, Episode 9. I'm your host, Knuckles. First off, I got some comments on my actual blog site, which is the first time anybody's actually gone on the blog site, so that was quite thrilling. Um, nobody's ever actually gone to the site before. There's not a lot there, it's just um, basically to fuel the podcast, but there are links to Gary Francione's website and um, some other uh, links, and there's descriptions of the of each episode. And um, I also got two emails. Now, I think they were the same person. It's hard to tell. I could be wrong. Um, They they had similar content. Um, uh, They were negative criticism, and I'm always grateful for any criticism. There was some personal insults, which I just delete, and I'm not going to really... Talk about that, that's sort of irrelevant. Um, it's part of the course, but I did want to address uh, the second uh, of the emails and the second comment that I received um, because. They were similar in nature, which is why I think it might be the same person, although I could be wrong. Uh, it could be a coincidence. Um, I did actually put the email address on a comment that I had left uh, in response to say, yes, I will talk about this in my next broadcast, but and then I got an email from the email owner who said that it was not them who had sent the email. Somebody had used the email to do it, so I deleted the comment, and I won't mention the email address on this broadcast as to respect the privacy. The first comment, and it was regarding episode 6, and I had, in my blog description of episode 6, I had discussed the term obesity and how I strongly believe you will never find an obese vegan, and I still believe that, but I'd just like to clarify because, and I'll just read the um part, the comment here. Uh, it said, you obviously like putting overweight people down. It must make you feel somehow better as a person. You do realize that some people actually do have medical reasons as to why they are overweight. So I'll just address that first. Yeah, I I do realize that. And in fact, that is exactly what I was talking about. I was talking about obesity specifically as a medical condition. And I'm just going to read some of the definitions online just to make it clear and also I will update my blog comment because the reason I'm addressing this, um, I do think it's very valid and I'm very grateful for the input and for the criticism because uh, somebody who is reading this blog episode who has is sensitive about weight issues, for all I know they would take it the wrong way. I um, want to make it clear when I'm talking about obesity, I'm specifically talking about this definition of it and it's um, one of the definitions I've looked up and I just basically looked up definition of obesity it's basically a medical condition caused by a BMI above a certain level and it is very different from someone who is naturally large or who is bigger bodied or who is even overweight um, you can be overweight without being obese and everybody's body is different so everybody has a different shape so there's all types and shapes of people but when i talk about the illness of obesity i'm talking about specifically this classification of of it and it's um obesity is a condition in which excess body fat has accumulated to the extent that health may be negatively affected they say a body mass index of 30 kilograms per meter squared or higher um, so everybody has um, a different opinion of the exact BMI that's uh, uh, located. There's all kinds of diseases that go along with it. You can get diabetes type 2, um, osteoarthritis, definitely joint pain and um pain in in your knees and swelling and so there is a a very specific illness called obesity. The reason I bring it up and the reason that I say that I think it is preventable with regard to a vegan diet is that although you can see large vegans and vegans with a lot of body fat on them, beautiful people, uh, they're just naturally bigger people. Um, Everybody has a different shape that they're born with and it's unnatural for you to try to change the body that that you are sort of naturally tending to be towards. So, I don't agree with that, the fact that all vegans are very skinny, because I know for a fact that they're not. But I do believe strongly that you will never see an obese vegan. And the definition of obese I'm talking about is the one I just described, because I strongly believe that specific type of illness is only caused by, uh, human beings consuming, uh, the wrong kind of food, which is specifically animal products. We're not designed to do it, but I'm not a doctor and, um, I know that there are people who eat meat and all kinds of animal products who are not obese and I know people who eat meat who are unbelievably skinny. Um, I worked with a girl who was super skinny. It was just a natural way that she was. So I don't think that it's necessary to fixate on this too much more but I do want to make it clear that I'm not coming down on overweight people and I think the person who... Um, who wrote that. It's just a provocative remark, but I want to make sure because I know that there are people who are very sensitive to uh, weight issues, and I certainly don't think that it's possible to become obese, the medical definition, on a vegan diet, um, simply because our bodies are designed to eat uh, vegetable matter in an extremely healthy way. It's just a natural way where our digestive system works very well with vegetables. So that was the first part of the, of the first comment. And they said, it seems that in order to push your agenda, you'll walk over anyone who gets in your way. Well, I think that that's just silly. They said, it seems all you really care about is how you look. I don't know where they got that from. I think, like I said, they're just being provocative. Um, I'm not even really going to spend a lot of time on that. Obviously, that's not all I care about, especially with regard to this podcast. But because of the description that I wrote online, I do, I do feel like this person pointed out a serious issue that people may read that description and take this from there, that um, I did say something derogatory about anybody who is naturally large. Um, and definitely in my podcast, I think I said, on the episode six where this comment was left, I said I know some large vegans, but they're certainly not fat. Well perhaps I should have said they're certainly not obese because it did sound derogatory and um that's not what I intended at all. So yeah, that was the important thing that I wanted to bring up, and I'm gonna update my blog description of episode six to add the definition of obesity as I mean it. Now I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical expert, this is I still stand by my opinion that I would say you cannot get obese uh, by medical definition of um, this illness through on a vegan diet. I just don't believe you can, or nor diabetes, but I don't claim to be an expert. So I just wanted to address that comment. Now, I got an email uh, from, uh, well... It was sort of similar to this comment, so uh, I'm not sure if it it was a coincidence, but they say basically the same thing, but they also said that in one of my episodes, you say something about all vegans not being skinny, but then in another episode, you contradict yourself by saying that you would never see an obese vegan. Well, I think I've covered that. Obesity is a separate issue from somebody who's large bodied and not skinny, Um, and you can just look up the definition of obese, and that's really what I mean. It's this, um, once again, um, in which excess body fat has a accumulated to an extent that health may be negatively affected. Okay, so, um, and it said here, okay, oh, another thing that, the last thing that that this email was, I am, it basically said that I was self-righteous, and I think that that's unavoidable. People are going to accuse you of being self-righteous when you're doing some sort of commentary or tr- trying to actually get people to change. And I know people don't like being told what to do. And um, the the thing is, is that it's kind of sad. People are going to react that way. So I accept, I accept that that's going to happen and will happen again. If a person takes it that way, it's, it's really up to them. I do feel like somebody who is trying to fight against child abuse, for example, they would not be accused of being self-righteous because it is definitely widely accepted that child abuse is wrong. And, um, so I think it's just unavoidable when you're, when you're, um, on a platform, which is basically, uh, a platform that, uh, is trying to, um, actually make, uh, changes in society. So I do, um, I just ex- basically accept that I'm going to be accused of that a lot, and there's really nothing I can do about it, and I'm not going to worry about it. Um, so that that's what that's my response to those emails. Uh, with regard to the comment that I made about obesity, it's definitely the medical condition. That's my point. Um, so, and um, all vegans are not super super skinny. Um, if there are vegans who are not eating properly then um, they're not really doing themselves any favours but uh, it's just, we have to get, um, it's, it's going to take a long time to break this myth that's been created about um, the vegan diet and the portrayal of vegans in, in, the, in the media. So um, and that's one of the things I just do in my own life. Um, so in any way, that, that's what I wanted to address. So I, I left, I accidentally deleted one of the comments from the blog, but I put it back on there because I have a way of doing that because I get a um, copy of it. So... I have all this power over the comments on my blog. I actually had left an email address on a response, and I did delete that because, like I say, I got an email from the person whose email address it was um, saying they, they had nothing to do with it, so... I'm very grateful for the criticism, even if it was only sort of stirring or whatever, because I think it was valid that um, I do know how people's minds works and how my mind works and uh, things can be very very much misinterpreted very easily and i'm I'm trying to be careful of that uh, It's almost inevitable, and um it goes with the territory and of course personal insults go with the territory as well, and they' are definitely to be expected, so that's fine, but I just there's really no point in talking about them or or um, engaging in any discussion with them because they're not relevant. I have a serious uh um, reason for doing this, and um, it's just a waste of time to try to discuss uh that so um, but I did leave the other I did put the other comment back and then Um, I did um, respond um, and I will update the blog uh, comment of episode six to include the definition of obesity and the reason a little more clearly um, why I put that definition of that word. Um, I thought it was clear because I think that most people realize that um, obesity itself is now considered a medical condition and it is um, a BMI of a certain degree where you are very seriously uh, affected uh, health-wise. But I know for a fact fact that a large body person who's naturally large is um, very if it 's naturally natural for their body to be that way um, it 's not good to be unnaturally um, skinnier than you 're supposed to be, nor is it good to be extremely exceedingly obese because it is actually life threatening and um, it is a medical condition and I still don 't think you can get obese on a vegan diet um, and I certainly know that you don 't get super skinny and unhealthy on a vegan diet um, but these are the kinds of things that people have opinions on and they can find out for themselves if they ever want to go vegan they can find out for themselves Themselves. And um, and so it's just a matter of, of discussion and, and sort of self discovery and research and um, also being objective and also being logical. So what I really want to talk about today is something great that happened this week. And it it just reiterates one of the things that I always say and one of the things that keeps me going uh, when I talk to, um, when I try to think about what we're up against um, um, in this, because we're s- sort of so outnumbered with regard to this uh, philosophy, is um, you can't underestimate anybody and you will be surprised uh, the person that you think is the least likely person to want to um, even think about this issue may be the person who actually does completely change their life uh, on their own decision. They, it's up to each individual to change their life. And case in point, I work with somebody who, when we when we first met and um, they invited me out for lunch uh, in a group, uh, they often go out for lunch and I had just started working there and I said, I'd love to come out to lunch, that would be great. Um, I did say, well, I am a vegan, so I only eat vegan food um, so if if you know there may be restaurants where there might not be anything on the menu so i 'll come along and have a look at the menu and um, I would love to uh, eat there if there's something on the menu, but don't be offended if I if I leave. It's just simply because I only eat vegan food. And they said, oh, that's interesting. Um, I can't remember. This happened a long time ago, but I definitely remember that they were like, oh, well, that's, you know, great. Live and let live, um, in which, of course, I don't, <laughs> I obviously don't agree with live and let live. I don't want people to keep eating meat and slaughtering animals and torturing animals, but I didn't, take the opportunity to say that there. Um, but the person was always uh, never really engaged in any discussion specifically about it, um, except for curiosity uh, with regard to, oh, so you're going to eat that? Would you eat that? And I'd say, no, I'm not going to eat that. Why? Oh, because it has egg in it. Oh, okay, I get it. But it was never an interest of of um, wanting to find out more for themselves or even any kind of empathy towards animals. Um, it was, a lot of people don't have, uh, a lot of people um, just kind of don't really consider animals in any way and um, and that's the impression I got uh, from this person not that they were a malicious or evil person but that animals just didn't really even come into their thinking and um, we were just occasionally was just very curious and uh, there's a trolley that goes around at the end of the day on Fridays with drinks on it and um, this person is in charge of of, uh, giving everybody a drink so um, they've learned that there's some wine that I won't drink and um it's because we never really got into a discussion as to why I was a vegan for the ethical reason it was always just a curious factor so I remember one time they said oh so you can drink this one you can drink it because it's only got milk in it not egg and I said no if it's got milk if it's been filtered through milk I should say it's been um, refined or fined with milk products I'm not going to drink it and then that was a, a realization and so now they're very helpful and in, in, um, say oh you can't drink this one um, obviously I can drink it I just don't want to but yeah this is this is not one you're going to want to drink but that was as far as it went they never really were too highly interested in the reasoning behind it and the other day I was looking for a packet of chips because I'd had way too much coffee and I needed something in my stomach because I was getting the jitters, and the only chips I can, the only chips I want to eat in New Zealand are plain chips, because they're the only ones who don't, that don't have milk product in them, um, so the only potato chips that I want to eat is uh, plain, so they had some plain chips, but I was still looking at the ingredients because i still don't trust them. I was just making sure and they said, Oh, are those okay? Can you eat, can you eat those ones? My coworker said that and I said, Yeah, I can because there's no milk there's no milk in them. It's just plain potato chips. I said, That's the only potato chips that I'll eat here because everything has milk. Nobody knows this by the way. I, I said Salt and vinegar chips have milk and a couple of people nearby who said, Really? you know, I didn't know that. Why? And I said, Yeah exactly, why? And um but anyway then finally my coworker said, um so you'll You'll only eat it if there's no animal products in it at all. And I said that's correct. And then we had a little conversation about because a lot of people don't get it. It's it's like an economic war against the industries as well. Um, so one time I and I explained we had this conversation where one time I went to a restaurant Uh, It was for my brother's birthday, and he's very, very uh, uh, caring, and he's very um, considerate. So he knew that he really wanted me to go out to dinner with him, so he picked a restaurant that was a Malaysian restaurant, where it should be relatively easy to have food without any animal products, just vegetable stir-fry. But I know for a fact they put egg in everything, especially the stir-fries. That's just the way that their cooking has been for many, many years. So when we when the waitress came over, I said, I would like the vegetable stir fry, the tofu vegetable stir fry. Uh, I said, you need to make it very clear to the chef that he, he, he's not to put egg in this particular dish. Um, no egg at all. And when the dish was brought to my table, it, it had egg in it and everybody said, well, just take it back, take it back and, and, um, and get a new one. And the thing about that is, is With regard to the egg, of course I didn't eat the egg because it does repulse me now. But it didn't used to repulse me. and I've made that very clear why I don't eat these things. Uh, so the bottom line is, even if they would throw this dish away and get me a whole new dish, as far as I'm concerned, with regard to what I'm trying to actively do, the damage is already done. The eggs were already used, so the product was used. The money was, the industry was being fed. New eggs would have to be taken out to replace the eggs that were in my dish. So whether or not I just picked the egg out and ate around it, or whether the dish was thrown away and I got a whole new dish, the damage was already done. The damage has already been done with regard to the fact that I've Contributed to the supply and demand, so the product that I took off the shelf will now be replaced, and so, and I said that to, to the to the guy. I said that that's that's the bottom line. That's why I don't buy anything. And he said, right, because you're giving money, and he really got it. You're feeding money into the industry, and it's going to uh, augment the industry. And he said, yeah, I get it. So that whole thing went down, and then he surprised me by saying, so why did you go vegan? It's the first time he ever asked me. And I said I saw this film, and sometimes I'll just say that to people because it's a long story how I became over the course of a year to sort of change my life to this uh, new uh, way of living. Uh, but it definitely was the, the 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 instant turning point, 100%, you know, abolition of of all animal use in my life uh, was watching the film Earthlings. And he and I said, "You," I said, "I saw this film." And it's called Earthlings. And I said from that day, I instantly went vegan. At that point, I was still wearing leather and I'd still... Um, was eating eggs, and I was still. I had stopped eating fish by then, and I um, I was stopped going to not buy any more leather, but I still had the leather that I already owned. Um, but after I saw Earthlings, I donated every single item uh, that I had that I knew was, including silk. A little a little while later, once I learned about silk, and I gave away everything, and um, and I did not eat any more eggs. And he and I said, "Do you want to see it?" Because I always ask people that, and he said, "Yeah, I'll watch it." I mean, my jaw dropped. So um, here you go. Here's a person who's never expressed any interest at all in the issue. And he's going to watch Earthlings, whereas the guy I've been debating and com- and conversing with for almost a year with these issues and having really in-depth discussions about it and who's, he doesn't want to see Earthlings. So this guy's going to watch Earthlings. And that's I love when people watch Earthlings. Um, obviously, there are some you know, sadistic people in in the world and and psychopaths who would watch earthlings for um, another reason. Um, But um, they're not the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about everyday people who have no idea. And we were continuing to talk about this. And I said, you know, it's not just about food, it's clothing, it's entertainment, it's scientific experimentation, and it's pets as well, and he said, right, and and I said, you know, um, it's very, I'm very honest with people when I give them the film, and I said, please try to watch it all the way through, from beginning to end, Um, but I said, it is, um, it's hard to watch, Um, I'm sure it's harder for some people than others, and um, I really wasn't sure how he was going to take it, the first time I ever gave the film to somebody, he watched the whole thing, and he did not go vegan, um, so that was a huge lesson for me because I thought it was infallible, but it's not. Everybody's different, and you just have to accept that you're not going to reach everybody, and the film is not going to make everybody want to go vegan, and that's life. There's six billion of us. Only a certain amount of people need to decide to change, and, and that will make a huge difference. Um, but definitely more people than we have now. Uh, we definitely need more of a percentage to make any significant difference than we have at the moment. So that's what happened uh, sometime last week, or this week, during the week, and I was so thrilled because that was the first time I've had anybody uh, since I've come back to New Zealand um, who has agreed to watch it. So he took it home. I brought it in the next day, and he took it home. And I've, I'm have i already, my very first experience was giving somebody the film was that they didn't even go vegetarian. Um, I'm still in touch with that person, so I am going to ask him soon, um, what's your diet like now uh, when i when we after he gave me the f- after he passed the film along to one of his friends he stopped eating all uh, pig products um, but he continued to eat other uh, uh, products so everybody's uh, very different but I think the seed was planted and I'm very curious to know what his diet is now but i've I've learned enough to not be uh, disappointed or to get high expectations and just to be realistic about about the situation. So, but I am curious. But with this person, I thought it might be the same kind of thing because I got the same vibe from this person that kind of just um, the way he looked at animals or never really even talked about them. I mean, he would ask about my cat in a kind of a curious way, but not the same way as other people who share their lives with cats. And I mean... He's a great guy. I really like him. Um, just uh, like I say, uh, there's all different kinds of ways of of thinking. But you never know. That's why I always, always say to people, you just cannot read a book by judge a book by its cover. You can't write somebody off off the get. You know, you can't write somebody off from the get go um, because of your impression of them or because of your opinion as to who they are. You don't know who they are, and you don't know what they're capable of. And I do strongly believe that everybody is capable. Of um, and capable is not even the right word, but that uh, it's possible for any any one of us from all different lives and all different attitudes to uh, actually um, look at, at at animals in this in this way. And um, because if I can do it, anybody can do it. As, Perfectly uh, able to embrace this idea and um, see see these see the world as it really is, um, and see animals as they really are, which is not our property. So I'll just end this episode with um, there's no conclusion to the story right now because the next day um, my coworker got into work and said, oh, look, I started to watch it last night, but I found it too disturbing. It really disturbed me. I'm gonna watch it over the weekend and um, I got hope from that because if it disturbs you then it's on the right track because if you're not disturbed by it then I would say there's a serious issue there so he's and and he said what the first part and the first part is about pets and I said okay the pets and he said yeah so he may not watch it, he he may not um, but he's at least was open to the idea and it's certainly probably the first time that he's thought about, um, um, the moral issue, so I hope he does watch the whole thing, we'll see how he goes, he went, he took it home, oh he kept it at his house and he said he'd watch it over the weekend and he'd let me know his thoughts on, uh, Monday, so I'm anxiously awaiting Monday, I'm looking forward to talking to him about it, um, and seeing, uh, what, go- what happens, so I'm thrilled, it's, I love it when people watch this film and um, I think it's one of the most effective uh tools out there i just it's i in my experience it's very difficult to get people to watch it uh so whenever anybody does it's it's very very uh, it's very uh hopeful uh so that's that was a really good thing that happened this week and i'll I'll wait till next podcast and i'll I'll give you an update on on what happened with this with this uh whole saga so I'll just end there um and I'm going to be back next week and so thanks for listening and I'll let you know what happens uh with my coworker and uh Earthlings and um thanks to the the people who left uh the comments um they were very helpful and um, all criticism is very, very useful and very welcome um, because it really does help me to um, see uh, things that I need to address and to seriously, uh, and, it's, and it's enlightening. So um, it's always good to be criticized. You never want to get too, uh, too big on your ego. You always need somebody to bring you da- back down to earth. Uh, so that is appreciated, and um, the fact that the blog site was actually visited for the first time—I think there'll be a little uh, tick mark in feed burner or something because of that. I'm not sure how that works. So that's about it for this week. Um, I'll be back. Thanks for listening. Oh yes, my email address is nzveganpodcast at me dot com. And the blog address is nzveganpodcast.blogspot.com. Bye.